What is even up? It's your boy Crabman from back in the day here <laughs> again with my boy Hackenstein. Hi all. And buddy, my wife. <laughs> Hi. Welcome back to the hypnotic hoot out. Uh, How are we all doing? Welcome. Hot. <laughs> mm. It is a tad warm, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I mean, it could be worse, but it is. it's definitely over the uh, enjoyable. Oh, you even put your hypnotic shirt on. Yes. It's nice. It's conveniently worked out that it's one of the last pieces of clean laundry I have left. Didn't you lose it at some point? I did. Ah. I and found it. Where did you find it again? In there. Well, oh, there's still one there. That's weird. So wow. I guess that's gonna be mine. Mm -hmm. A what? A hypnotic owl shirt? Yes. I don't have one. Impossible, but <laughs> if there is one, take it. <laughs> okay. Oh. Oh, right, I, I didn't fix Sven. I don't think Sven is posting right now. Mm. But I think. Wait, can I still make Sven post it? I don't know. I know there was some command at some point, but. There was, yeah. Sven, our Discord bot. Mm. I know who it is. Uh, it was for oh, all for the, new, the new listeners and. Yeah, I know what viewers. it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I know you know. Of course, of course. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure our three regulars get notifications on Twitch. Yes. Vanderson! <laughs> and there he is. There he is. <laughs> Just in time. Hello. Hello. Long time. How are you? Um, okay. I even forgot how you sound like. <laughs> <laughs> how you read like. <laughs> Mm. So we've been, we, we are back, we've uh, officially closed up our uh, summer vacation, summer pause, mm. is there a better word for that, isn't there? Summer break? Summer break, yeah. Spring break, y'all. Yeah. We're back, bitches. So you're back from South Africa, and still here. And Venezuela says he's fine. Oh, that's nice. I have a bit of a vacation starting next Wednesday. I didn't S even think it was possible for you to get there. <laughs> <laughs> Always sound like you're working. Ah, yeah. Now the Twitch RP changed. I can't quick fix that. Well, I told everyone on Discord. So we are streaming today, so there are no excuses. If you haven't heard of it, um, it's impossible. Yes, basically. Ah, where do you even start after that longer time? Yeah, that, that's the hard part, right? <laughs> How have you been? Uh, me specifically? Yeah, I mean, we 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 all answered it vague. Yeah. Sentences. Hello, Friedrich. Hello. Long time. How are you? <laughs> well, me. I had a turbulent couple months. Uh, oh, hello. Yeah, as well. Hi, hi, hey. hi. 
And it says, says yes, it was not easy, but the release is done nice. And I need a bit of a break to recharge the batteries. Hmm. Definitely. <laughs> you better take yeah. four months. <laughs> Wait, what did you release? Share some links. Vacation <laughs> yeah. is definitely a good thing. I had yes. one too, a small one. A week I allowed myself to vacate. Uh, the building. <laughs> the bowels. <laughs> My brother. How long is sitting yet? <laughs> But yeah, I don't feel like a week is enough to do anything, to be honest. I think maybe it starts at the first week because I, I remember like on Monday when I wanted to start working, I was like so relaxed, <laughs> uh, hardly equipped. Oh uh, yeah, be any anything productive. Yeah, and I also sort of took uh, the last week off, uh, like half, um, turned my phone off most of the day and stuff. And I do feel like now that the week is over, I'm now ready to like really, you know, it's like you have this week of just sort of getting over that PTSD and then you could start your vacation. <laughs> the, the work PTSD. Yes. We don't schedule for the transition period. We're just like, you have to yeah. immediately be in vacation mode. Yeah. And it takes time after all that stress and waking up with, oh God, I need to worry about a million things to suddenly be calm all of a sudden as if you can control or just turn it off if that I mean, worked. I mean, that only works if you're like somewhere else, right? <laughs> if you're work, waking up at home, you still have the same, I have the same feeling kind of, I don't know. So it was nice to, to be like a couple of days, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I was uh, by friends um, in Wendland. The Wendland. Oh, so some, the. Yeah, some... Um, yeah, rural area here in Germany. Um, relaxing, shooting pellet guns, um, <laughs> drinking, and more relaxing. Oh, also some garden work, which was very nice. But yeah, Sunday I come back, you know, and then I think like I can start Monday again. But it's just even if it wasn't like my vacation end, I think if I I'm away for a weekend. I come back on Sunday. I need the Monday to, to recoup. Mm. I can't just come back and then and the next day start again, like nothing. Yes, this. I really think it's it's uh, social exhaustion. Mm. Like, it's awesome. I love all my friends. Most of my friends. Some of my friends. <laughs> some, are <laughs> some are okay. Some are okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, when I come back, I need I need some time on my own, no more talking to people or yeah. Yeah, it's kind of hard if you're living with flatmates. But my flatmates, luckily, are very nice. And if I'm just like silent and just nod at them instead of starting conversations, they will like naturally <laughs> let me do my thing. Mm -hmm. So that's nice. And so quick, uh, and this is as we released Autobahn Police Simulator 3, and currently we're working on patches to improve performance and fix, fix bugs. Oh, you're working on that game. I didn't Autobahn know Police that. Simulator 3. Hmm. Interesting. Is it the, the one where you at the... Can I... Wait, let's look at a single sentence. Uh, where you at the Lange Nacht uh, Computerspiele? Because I think there was some autobahn police simulator thingy. It's quite a quite a ridiculous one, right? 
They had lots of posters. Posters? Posters. Yeah, that's that's the one. Okay, let's check it out. But I guess I would have seen if it would have been there. Probably. Maybe. Is that you in the back? <laughs> Z software. So that's. But is it like your. Oh, is this like uh, like what you. Is this like the same, like the freelancing for. Like, is it outsourced? Is that what you do? I just remember you guys talking that you sort of worked for the same people as the contractors and stuff. Yeah, but it's a different company. Okay. But but the the company we work for, is, yeah, they have a similar product, but it's uh, different. Oh, it actually looks pretty nice. Yeah, so I guess I was wondering, are you developing it with your own company or is it like a contracting Yeah, it was thing? already, yeah. Like, are you... Z software? Oh. <laughs> Are you Z? <laughs> <laughs> when the Z? Uh, cows, I remember. I think that was the. Maybe it's just a trailer that was running in the background. But, uh, but I remember that was. Ooh, now it's getting serious. Huh? Dun, dun, dun. Oh, I bet it has sound. <laughs> There's an afterthought sound. <laughs> I mean, like, saw that logo in my head and went dun 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 dun. And I was like, oh, probably it has something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Okay, let's see what you guys wrote. Uh, ba, ba, ba. Ah, yeah. Friedrich was there. Friedrich Nudo. Yeah, I saw him. Aha, it was there. I see. Oh, I work there now. Okay, cool, cool. Sicher Deutsche Autobahn. Guess we need a upper speed limit. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Hopefully, you'll you'll find some. Ooh. Wait, how many? That's mostly negative. That's not good. But a lot of people, 86. 86, not bad. So 86 times 50. Wow. Uh, so let's say uh, 80 times 50, that's 400. 400 games each, 30 euros minus 30%. Uh, well, that's not enough to live off, but more than we have. <laughs> so congratulations. <laughs> Well, it I was guess. launched two days ago. <laughs> when was it launched? Just now, now? Or? Yeah, well, so... Hmm. Certainly, certainly cool. Yeah. I think I saw a post here, isn't it? Release on June 23rd. 23rd. So yeah, that's top as well. And oh, there it is. So. That's nice. Steam is the weakest selling platform. Ah, of course. Oh, what's, what's more interesting? What's, what's better? Uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah. And Red King, what have you been up to? Are you still streaming? I feel like I, 
I haven't seen your notifications in a while. Peace fear. Peace fear. Peace four. Peace four. Um, that's cool. Ah, oh, you don't. I see. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you were telling us about because I was on a I was on vacation from you. Yes. Yes. But probably also too short, right? Very no. short. <laughs> no, I mean, like, it's been a. Once you you try and settle in. And then what happened? Time to you, go. You, it's time to go, <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, ah, oh, crap it. Um, so it's always that half half. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's been, it's been a turbulent time. Um, yeah, money is getting worth less, right? I feel like I have never been this broke with this much money. It's mm. it's very weird. I have I have like two hundred bucks more than when I usually am in South Africa, and I am struggling. In South Africa, so the yeah. money went up there as well. Inflation, inflation is not oh, a it's not yeah. kidding. We had apart from <clears throat> um, what do you call it? Apart from Corona, mm. there was a world. Um, Countrywide, um, almost countrywide uh, looting. So that disrupted businesses, and of course they put things back on the shelves at a higher price than somebody has to pay for it. So we're paying for it. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. It will so. probably completely work out. <laughs> so people didn't have any money, so they started looting. So no, it wasn't in for that. It wasn't for that. It was some some. It started off as a stupid idea. Um, it was like a TikTok no. challenge. <laughs> I wish, I wish we were like the Sri Lankans where we were invading Parliament for right reasons to topple over mm. a president. This time, people started off as fighting for some former president that's supposed to go to. Thing. I think we covered this when it happened. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm yeah. just saying, I'm trying to explain to him, yeah. but whatever, um, to catch it all up. Terrible things happen. That's why the inflation. And you've got wives now and kids and yes. stuff, so. Oh, yes, there's a lot. That doesn't help. It does not help. Yeah. But still, I mean, I, I went with taxi almost every time. You know, last time I was Ubering and stuff. So it's, it's weird. Like, mm. we haven't been able to go out for food much. Like, remember we were able to take the kids to the mall for McDonald's and mm, stuff like mm. that. Like, yeah, no, things have gone up. That is, that is hectic. And of course, I managed to get into trouble. <laughs> Again, trouble, as trouble, usual. Trouble. Um, well, firstly, I was in trouble already when I came there. Because um, I, I, I surprised my girlfriend and she was very mad at me. She was not happy to see me. <laughs> um, but that was a good one. Not such a terrible thing. No, she doesn't. She does. She does not like surprises. She like she was mad at me the whole first day I was there, which was, you know. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, um, I 
Well, you know me. I don't really like how the adults talk to children down there. <laughs> mm. And so I occasionally bring that up. Um, and this time uh, we had been at, uh, at like a birthday event of the workplace um, that she works at. They were like at their two year anniversary of being a business and um, free beers. Um, so, <laughs> so I was a bit sloshed and as we were driving home, you know, her mom kept us berating her about driving wrong. And so I kept, I don't remember, I was blacked out drunk. Oh, no. <laughs> Which I must say in my defense, I left him, told him not to drink more, yeah. but obviously. Right. Can you do? And, and so I was just giving like a little bit of back talk, but like nothing, nothing too bad, you know, like, like small stuff, uh, like, um, you know, she was like, oh, you're driving. And I was just like, no, you're not. And uh, this yelling isn't helping. You're making me drive bad and I'm in the back seat. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> no yelling in the car. You know, things like just being delightfully obnoxious. And then I was kicked out of the house and banned for a month. And so, yeah, um, I was eventually allowed back in that very weird, let's just pretend nothing happened way, which does not really work for me, but yeah, so that's fun. The other side of the family, equally fun. Yeah, it's just a lot of misery. It's really the worst time to not have money. Hmm. But otherwise it was fun. Our little niece lived with us for a couple of months. That was fun. Nice. Yes. And of course, uh, there's four children on the other side as well, and so like lots of children. I just hang out with children a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Be careful how you say that. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> oh, I see Chad is talking about the new cat game, Stray. That's, uh, I've seen like a lot of. Uh, like videos and pictures of uh, people playing stray uh, on reddit uh, and their cats and dogs like reacting <laughs> to the game and like being mesmerized by watching a cat mm. and i remember watching the the trailer it looked really cool but i was wondering like if it's interesting or not yeah it kind um, of reminded me of your one of your earlier ideas uh, the cat just herring everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was uh, the game where you have to destroy as much things as a cat as possible without uh, your owner seeing that it was you. Yana yeah. um, is saying that Stray is, uh, well, about Stray, that the cat is amazing, the look is amazing, uh, I love the robots, the exploration is nice, but it's very restricted. More walking, climbing, meowing. <laughs> well, meowing sim sounds pretty good. <laughs> Yeah. Mm hmm. That's cool. So, how about you? Your turn now. Talk about your last two months. Go. Came back. Hannes gave me uh, Corona. <laughs> <laughs> Did I? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Personally. But I, I wasn't uh, as bad as he was. Uh, we both got corona. 
uh, yeah, I mean, there, it, it was really uncomfortable going through Istanbul because there was no masks in an airport every, anywhere. Mm-hmm. It was like, I mean, I know they're relaxing everywhere, but it's still like an uncomfortable sight to see and that everybody's so happy to catch it. It's like, yeah, even if you're not going to die, why would you want the flu? If you know this helps, why aren't you wearing this uh, all the time? Uh, yeah. It's like, at least for travel, like you always get sick when you travel. Like at least you catch like a little cold or something. They have a sore throat for a couple of days. There's always someone mm. carrying some crap. And it doesn't help <sighs> that our flight was also packed to the T. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't a seat empty. It was weird. Um, yeah, we did recover very well. Um, and then there was, what did I do? I was with my in-laws trying to get, well, there, it was my own vacation. It was nice hanging out with them. Um, my vacation with them, I hardly ever do much. But I also was uh, did a little bit of work. Um, my father-in-law's got this camera, uh, super intense, super uh, up-to-date with stuff. So I wanted to use it, which I did. Um, now comes the part of editing. <laughs> okay. And it's simple stuff. It's just, I don't know, I can't seem to bring myself to work the... If it's not Final Cut Pro, it's... You just gotta do it. Yeah, I know. That's one of those things that you can't do anything but just do it. Yeah. Mm. And then, um, so they, on Saturday we went to Potsdam. Mm. Again. This time we, we were specifically going to a gallery where I saw a Rosco. Three Roscos. Finally, my life just went. I was gushing and oh, I cried a little. That's uh, that's a painter, pa- yeah, paintings, yeah, okay. abstract stuff. And I was like, well, I was, I was more in, uh, <laughs> intrigued by other artists. Huh? How do you spell it? Rothko, R O T H T H. Okay, we're gonna look at one. Okay. By the way, uh, um, Vanessa well, wants to know if you both recovered well. Yes, we did. Answer. I did answer. KKK. KKK. Oh, gosh. Oh, is it the. the yeah, the color fields. It's actually painting. Who, who mixes his painting, like his colors, in a very specific way. Nobody can quite like replicate it. Uh, I don't know about that. Okay, but... before we forget again, yes, we recovered well. It's all okay. <laughs> uh, it was actually not that bad. It was annoying for a couple of days because, I mean, somehow it was like a weird, mild cold. And every every symptom you could have came one after the other. Mm. One day, this one. And the last couple of days, I just had this annoying cough that only came when I lay down to sleep. Oh. Fine all day. The second I lied, even lying down and watching TV, fine. Lying down with the intent to sleep, coughing. So that was annoying, but then, yeah, everything's cool. <laughs> All right, back to painting. Hmm. Yeah, no, I... The, 
firstly, his work is supposed to view from a certain distance. Like you need to be far away from it. Hmm. Um, but I got to be closer to it. There was never enough space, of course, to do anything. And it was, and they had the alarm systems uh, at the bottom so that you don't touch the work or come closer, breathe onto it, leave your own. <laughs> and this is a religion on its own. This emotes a lot of emotions. There's a lot going on. He, of course, was a struggling artist and up to 40, mid 40s, that's when he started this work. His other work was in was selling. A, he was a struggling artist. He barely got more than two colors on one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's also other blacks, blacks and grays, and you know, it's not just this. Um, but a lot of, and they're big. And then mm. there was Jackson Pollock, who uh, mm. I was not. I wasn't impressed. Hmm. I think one of, of his... It wasn't as, like, they didn't have, they had a small piece, which I liked. But the other one, oh my God, it was like, okay, uh, is this it? I'm expecting more. And it was very minimalistic in its own, in its way. Um, but they're both like the, 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 the modern, the time. most hated... Uh, artist, not right? Rothko. No, they're not hated. I think Rothko also had like one of his paintings like vandalized, like cut in. Like, uh, like people are like, that's not art. My child could do it. Ah, okay. No, um, yeah, yeah. a lot of people don't like um, abstract because mm. um, I mean, geez, we were with uh, my in-laws friends. The the guy just two minutes into it, he walked out, hmm. um, went and sat at the courtyard. Um, and of course, it was, there was that. There was uh, the end of him. Um, <laughs> never came back. He complained. And uh, I was like, I, that's my stuff. That's where hmm. I guess modern and contemporary art started for me. I, instead, on the two upper levels, there was a collection of the guy that owns the the gallery, um, Babarini. He does exp um, Impressionism. Mm. And that shit, sure, I like Cezanne. I like, I saw it. I saw a lot of Cezanne and I saw a lot of... I don't know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's all these beautiful, flowery... Um, landscapes and boats and you know it's all these there's the um, but, but what do you say expressionism impression expression this is uh, this is uh, abstract and then impressionism is all this like pointillism and people sitting mm. at the park and uh, so you can't see like brushing. A, a, you can a, a, see a full image you, but, you, but it's like it's very dreamy uh, no dreamy and uh, oh. Like, um, hmm. yeah, no, just simply you see a landscape with maybe a couple and the brush strokes are, are done very in a small hmm. scale. Unlike this way, this is called action painting where everything is just, he could ride a bicycle and paint on it. And hmm. yeah, 
um, achieve an image of some sort. Um, and so that's boring. That's and the and the frames too. They're different. Yeah. Now we get into contemporary art. It's clean frames, you know. The old the 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 old stuff is all these gold leafy, um, intricate frames, and mm. they they're wooden, and they've oh, got yeah. the, the that's some ugly ugliest old stuff. I, mean, I feel like, okay, I like I'm that. at a rich white person's place, you know, <laughs> antique. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so and a castle and the whole lot yeah, exactly. so that's exactly. that's that's the stuff that mm. works and it gets boring after a while mm, um, because all you see is just these yeah to me I don't identify it's all these mm. um, romanticism of the olden days and stuff like that and um, yeah. Monet You've got Monet, you've got all kinds. And mm. this guy had a lot of collection of Monets oh. and stuff like that. Um, and some, one or two were used in the movies. Mm -hmm. Famous movies like the Thomas Crown Affair. And uh, mm. the other one was used in Gambit. I don't know whether you know it. It's got uh, Will Ferrell. What? Colin Ferrell. No. Is it a, the a one from Bridget book? Jones. No. Okay. Then, then Colin Firth, yeah. Um, no, no, no. It's a gambit is with uh, Cameron Diaz and stuff. They're supposed to um, trick Alan Rickman, who's rich, to sell fake uh, art. So mm. it's all about fake art and stuff mm. like that. Um, and yeah, no, that's my steez. That's my... And I was at home. I was fighting with people who who wanted to see the work uh, <laughs> more than I, like I didn't want to. And of course, I'm, ah, the nicest thing there was, I hadn't realized that Potsdam had a lot of black people. So at the, at the gallery, like the three security guards that I saw were black people. Um, and I greeted them, hmm. well, no, two. And then we went to a restaurant there. There was another guy called Robinson. And I found out his name. He doesn't know me. And I greeted <laughs> him. And on our way to the gallery, I saw a lady who was just trying to be serious. And I was like, hello, sister. <laughs> <laughs> and she greeted me. And I'm, I'm just, it was nice. It was, it was a nice trip. Mm. Um, only because I, I came out very happy and fulfilled. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's like my highlight since I got back here. Uh, oh no, and another one is I finally used Reddit to oh, my, right, yeah. I saw to a my advantage. Of you. Yes, and that yeah. stirred up some serious conversation. Oh yeah. Yeah, did you read? Yeah, yeah. I even <laughs> argued. Uh, like I talked with the one guy who was like, a black hair saloon? Dot, dot, is dot. that you? No, 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 that's not... I argued with him. No, for, no, no, is that this. you? That argued... Well, a, a few people one of did. The... <laughs> I'm one of them, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, so Bali asked on Reddit about, oh. like, if in Leipzig there are any black hair salons, and, of course, there had to be a couple people and who were like, a black hair salon, dot, dot, dot. I just go to any hair salon. Just go in. You know? <laughs> like, are you black? So... No? What the hell are you talking about that? <laughs> oh, that, that person uh, who ended up 
writing that they, yeah. they've got Asperger's. So oh. after I wrote to say, look, I understand and I'm asking for all kinds of things. I can't just walk into a restaurant, into a, a hair restaurant. Yeah, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> a hair salon and a barber, in fact, a barber shop. I can't just go into a barber shop and just where I see a lot of males and I'm not quite too sure. They might be here in Germany, but also there's, they might have their own intricate cultural stuff that I don't know. So I'm mm. looking for someone who's accepting of firstly my hair, firstly or secondly me being a female. Mm. And oh no, this person. Then I went on about the history of the pencil test and a whole oh, lot, wow. trying to explain to them what yeah. what what this whole thing is. Yeah. And but that's just... when they wrote to me that I need to understand them from their point of view. Hmm. They have Asperger's, which is and just, I just left it like that. Just for the few uh, white people who don't know why there should be a black hair salon looking yeah. to us. So black hair is just different. It, it works differently. It uh, behaves differently when it gets wet and stuff. And uh, if you are a hairstylist, you have to know that stuff. Yeah. And not everybody does. So it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a, um, a question that's sensible to ask. And besides and, um, that, let's mm. just then there's the cutting, <laughs> where I want I want to remain cutting my hair, mm. um, at a certain fade, and mm. he tried, Hannes tried, and that needs a special skill, and that's just there's mm. no like putting a comb through and cutting it and putting a comb through and cutting mm. it. There's no such thing. Uh, it's a different as again. It, I don't behave differently. The head behaves differently because mm. it's very curly. Um, I also don't think I can do that with my shitty little machine. Yeah. Like when I watch them cut your hair, the way they go, I could not do that. It's, it's one of those proper, like where you can set. Yeah, with combs and stuff. Yeah. Exactly and stuff. And still, mm. when I used that also once, and you actually can't get as close a shave as I get with my cheap. Mm. Japanese travel razor. <laughs> okay. So I have chargeable <laughs> USB charged. Oh, okay. Japanese travel razor. Stop it now. It was 15 bucks. Stop it now. You're <laughs> not, oh. <we're> not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, that, uh, that was it. And then I used the... Uh, on the same Leipzig uh, page, I then got a UK Somalian, well, Somalian UK, I don't know, English from some, well, no, I don't know what you call it. So you it. made a friend. I made a friend. A friend. Hmm. I made a couple of other so friends. information helps before we get into the specifics of the ethnicity. <laughs> oh, no, just... <laughs> Yeah, anyway, she's from UK and she's been here for a while looking for to befriend other people of color and that was nice. Um. <laughs> Sorry. Vendersel <laughs> ah, says, you must be charged <laughs> so you can shave <laughs> while using your PC. <laughs> Absolutely, that's why I got it. Okay, cool. 
Oh my gosh, that was hilarious. Anyway, I made a friend and that's enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's nice. I feel like I need to mm-hmm. cut it since we right are now moving on to PC prone stuff. Yes. Yeah. So what did you get up to? Me? Well. Thanks, I'm done. I'd like to thank my family, my... <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Uh, well... Oh. Nothing too spectacular, but I did manage to dislocate my my finger, and I know it's hard to see. It's still it's been like three months now, but still not not uh, this is straight, straight anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't get ever. It. Yeah, I mean that's what is going through physical therapy. Oh. Yeah, yeah, so. I did play some basketball with friends. Uh, no, no, not with friends. Some Those who break your never fingers. with friends. I don't have any friends who play <laughs> basketball. <laughs> Strawberries, anyone? Okay. Uh, oh, you drinking beer? <laughs> and yeah, some. There was some father dude uh, with his son <laughs> there, who was really intense <laughs> about like playing this game with the all other children we were playing, and he passed the ball like on the highest speed he could to me. I tried to catch it, but like got it on the top of my finger and like it jumped out <laughs> out of the middle um, joint. Oh. So it's kind of like a Z, basically. Mm-hmm. At first I thought like it was broken. And I was like, oh, well, it doesn't, doesn't hurt too much. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. And then I just popped it in it again. Like, oh, cool. Could use it like normal. Well, okay, well, I guess we can just continue playing. Because I'm like, like yes, Dad. taking care of your body isn't manly, and somehow you know I still have that in in me. So I had to to play it cool. Don't admit that that you're kind of freaked out about what happened just now, and just play the the game till the end. And then I went home and started like cooling it. Uh, it got really big and huge. And blue. <laughs> so he doesn't know that you broke your. No, I didn't broke. It's just oh he know knew it. Well, I was like, look at that, everyone. <laughs> what happened? And then I put it in again. Would and you be able? Can you sue here for these things? No, we just played basketball. He didn't do it intentionally. I mean, he he did like do too hard. Like it was stupid, but I'm sure he learned <laughs> after seeing my finger. Yeah, he learned to, to get away to relax a little bit. Uh, we're not in the NBA here. <laughs> um, yeah, and then um, for a couple of weeks, I just thought like it's gonna gonna just heal fine because I could use it perfectly after. And then after like about eight weeks, I was like, okay, maybe I should go to a, to a doctor and uh, check it out. He just scanned it like in a uh, whatever scan it is. Um, I was like, ah, nothing's broken. I was like, yeah, I, I know. Things broken like I could use it afterwards no problem but still like it's it's not getting it's not straight anymore I can't uh, close it completely anymore and it's like the joint is like really thick uh, you can this is like you can see the, the difference right like especially this uh, yeah and he uh, deferred me to uh, ergotherapist, and I was like, ah, well, what can they do? Like ergotherapy for for a finger doesn't make any sense. So I waited another like one or two weeks until I was like, 
maybe I should try that because it's not getting better. <laughs> and that was actually a really good decision because they really took the time, they listened to me, they pushed around and I'm still I still have like I think two more sessions. They made like a little cast, I can put it in at night to straighten it out. They they told me a lot about like I was freaking out about like not going to the doctor immediately and getting like a cast immediately. They were no 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 that was fine. You have to use it as much as possible. Just uh, a cast isn't good if you dislocate your finger, or even if it's broken or stuff like that. The the cast is actually not too good anymore. So in a lot of cases they don't do that anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah, but still. Um, <laughs> Uh, the the capsule that that's in this joint is severely strained. Probably didn't help that I played before I went home some more. And yeah, it could be that it's never gonna get back um, the way it was, uh, most likely. But yeah, now I'm doing like daily and doing hot and cold baths for each uh, thirty seconds, as cold as I can and as uh, hot as I can uh, stomach back and forth to um, so the, the blood vessels um, restrict and the opposite of restrict expand, expand to um, kind of um, yeah increase the blood flow so the, the well I guess the entzündung the inflammation the inflammation and uh, whatever gunk is in here and makes itself so thick gets transported off mm. yeah and i guess the heat isn't really good for that either like if it's uh, hot gets bigger if i drink too much alcohol it gets bigger so i have to really kind of watch out for that now to yeah hopefully get it back to full motion at least even if it doesn't look as beautiful as the other one. But, Do you yeah. think that the size effect is just due to higher blood flow? Uh, no, not really. Because warmth and alcohol both does that, right? Higher blood flow? But alcohol does um, is like bad for inflammation. But yeah, I think it's part of it. Um, the warmth at least, yeah. Like blood flow, if, if you have an inflammation yeah. and then you have higher blood flow there, then somehow it gets bigger. Mm. But on the other hand, like if I do the hot cold stuff, it's also more uh, <laughs> blood there, and this is good for some reason. I don't completely get it to be honest. But um, yeah, I. I mean, like maybe it's not bad if it's getting bigger. It's just what happens. Yeah, no, it's it's not that good. <laughs> it it was it's okay in the beginning, but now it should be. Uh, the swelling is it's too big for the time and it's very hard as well like the megotherapist mm-hmm. is always like oh well that's very hard wonder if that goes away at any time <laughs> i'm like okay and it's kind of you know these these little things that you're like n- you notice that you're getting older you're like okay i'm never getting this finger back like it was before mm-hmm. it's kind of unsettling i mean it's really a, a little thing i don't need this finger for anything important but still, I mean, who knows? Um, I think maybe it only takes long. Yeah, uh, hopefully. Yeah. 
Hopefully it just takes longer. <laughs> I mean, when I moved in here and immediately broke my arm <laughs> for the first time in my life at 30, uh, I think it was exactly my birthday, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, then it took, I think, a year, year and a half before my arm stopped hurting completely. I would even like, you know, I wouldn't even mind rounding up two years until it was like just normal. And I don't even think about it because there were at least like still moments where when I twisted it a certain way, you mm. could sort of feel there was, and it wasn't much. It was like a hair fracture. Mm. Um, so it was not even really fully broken. It was just like a tiny little thing. Mm. And I went to physical therapy and everything. And even after, you know, just easily mm. took another year, year and a half. Yeah, and apparently okay. like, like the joint stuff that takes longer than a break. No, uh, that's Probably weird. when you're 40, it's back to normal. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. That's weird. I also... Maybe all my other fingers are just getting fat then. <laughs> I can't see them. I also cut my my hand very deeply. Then oh. I was jumping a fence. <laughs> I was drunk. Followed some bunch of guys to go and get some weed. By the time I got to that house... I was going through passages and passages into there and mm. something said now you're venturing into and all I keep on seeing is men and men and men mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I suddenly kind of and I remember I think I remember at the back of my head somebody locking the gate and I just suddenly came to okay. and jumped the fence and through the risk of jumping the fence I it went straight in there yeah. and I still went and partied with the wanting <laughs> salt and okay. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah uh, partied and partied and for months on end I think only now I guess it starts mm. I can feel the whole thing but at some point it was it wasn't healing inside yeah. it still wasn't healing it's kind yeah. of yeah it's still weird but you also never went to the hospital. No, I didn't go. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. No, st- I think I needed stitches, but I. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just. And I went touching things, cleaning, and you know, oh, so God. it never heals. Yeah. It takes forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> what is? Keep, it's keep, not funny. It's not nice. Take good care of your bodies, people. <laughs> don't don't be don't be like us. Just just go to the hospital. No, I mean, I, I, I hurt myself this weekend because I was learning, relearning how to ride a bike. Mm. So that's... Oh, you went on the... On the bike. Your... Yeah, I don't know how that happened, but that's part of it. I don't remember. I only fell once. My father-in-law fell twice. <laughs> that had nothing to <laughs> do with the bike. <laughs> <laughs> that had nothing to do with the bike. Right. He just fell while we were walking. <laughs> that was uh, weird i got my parents as well like, <laughs> my father like they they keep like telling me like oh we went to like this and that um uh like um fights fest that what is that like yeah um a folksy festival. Folksy oh. festival, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and yeah, and then they they bicycle Tom back Frank or something, yeah, something like that. And then they bicycle back, and then like <laughs> they fall, 
And then my mom is always like, I didn't hurt myself. And mm. you gotta look at the knees of your father. Like, completely <laughs> bloody again. Well, I was like, yeah. Especially nowadays, the e-bikes. I'm like, kind of worried about them. Do you but, remember uh, him falling? They don't drink that much anymore. Your dad said he just got you guys new bikes and he fell on his head oh. because he broke and the braking. Yes, of course. If you're talking <laughs> about my early childhood memories, then ah. yes, I do remember. <laughs> <laughs> he remembers very well how... <laughs> it's not exactly a sight you forget. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. yeah. He pulled. We were we were going like on the way to the pub, you know uh, mm -hmm. that that street that goes over the two bridges there. Mm -hmm. And going over the bridges, we were wanting to go into one of the paths next to the little rivers there to just mm -hmm. you know go through the woods and stuff. And I guess he somehow aggressively pulled the front <laughs> uh, brakes yeah. and I just remember like I was driving next to him I remember this perfect swoop of like just uh, the front wheel just standing there and him turning all the way around <laughs> landing on his back yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, I managed to do that also once like but uh, there was like coming back from school and there was a kind of a snowstorm so I couldn't like see very far Mm. And I went through, um, like through the street, and, and the street was from the normal street where cars would go through to the street for these people and mm. bicycles. So they had like these um, pillars there, the mm -hmm. metal pillars, and I couldn't see where they are. And I just went like, ah, oh, that should be fine. Like I'm oh, not really seeing. And I went like straight onto one, <laughs> falling over it. And on the other side down, so my um, my backpack was on the other side of it, and I was oh. sitting there. <laughs> so it hooked you back yeah. into the into a I was seating. Like, oh my god, I can't get up! Oh wait, what's happening? Here? Oh, okay. yeah, it was perfect. And my uh, front wheel also had like a dent, like I went perfectly onto it. <laughs> wow. Such bad luck, <laughs> man. That oh, was a time. So game wise, what have you guys been up to? Ooh. Buying mm. cards? Me? Oh yeah, I've been buying magic cards because mm. I'm playing magic. He's a Richard magic, magic card person, I know. <laughs> the only one. <laughs> yeah. I also have like one game idea. What? We could talk about, but how you think? I think you wanted to talk about. Yeah, know. but I will talk about mine for a while. I feel like so. Why don't you start with yours and I talk about mine and then oh, we can so, talk so I about don't, making. So things. I'm not allowed to have a lot of time here. So oh, I'll make do you it want quick. To talk huh? about no, it's fine. It's fine. What you've got an hour of this? Okay, I figured I'm more verbose, so <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Struggling to to get one word after the other. So no, yeah, I had like. It's interesting, right? If you're like working, I don't get new ideas then. If I'm like on building on the wizard, which also I'm still working on, no, no worries then where there. Where did that come from? Well, that was that <laughs> was the guy. week of vacation that I, that I had. Oh. Like after a couple of days, my brain was like empty enough that I like see. the idea ideas came this out guy. of the woodworks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So do you do you know these uh, these silly? Um, on the comic strips or something like love is yeah well are they never comics mind. and your sweets yeah, yeah i know the sweets <laughs> sweets yeah you know little valentine's hearts with like text printed on them yeah they, they also have like little pictures like love is and then it's just like two 
tiny people kissing or something. And love is like, let's try to find it. Yeah. So just love is. It's it's actually not that like related. Oh. It's just like oh. my way around. Love is love. Love is clinic. Love is a word. Cubic aunt. Love is a word. Yeah, that's oh, it. Oh, okay. Okay. These. okay. But they're from the Swedes. No. The Swedes? What do, they, what do the Swedes have to do with that? Not Swedes. <laughs> no, Candy. There's more than one thing that can have love in it. <laughs> Don't be smart with me. I can't help it. Just born with I know. Yeah. I've seen this. Okay. Yeah, it's very cutesy, and somehow I I went off from love is to love is power. Making games is, uh huh. And I was thinking maybe maybe I want to do like a game, and it's gonna be more like a, a vignette collection uh -huh. of different things that I feel like making games is, and I want to start with like just imagine like making games is dot dot dot, and then. A hypnotic old game <laughs> and then maybe cooperation because i was wondering maybe maybe i can like cooperate for each of the vignettes with like different artists mm -hmm. because i feel like i'm not going to be able to pull everything off i'm thinking of can we use collaborate because i'm thinking cooperate <laughs> collaborate yeah maybe <laughs> uh, so making games is and then i, I would open like a, a empty an empty um, text editor for this, you know, making games is, and then if you type, it doesn't matter what you type, you type the words uh, starting without knowing where you will end up or starting without knowing how and what to start on. Just like letting the player, you know, figure out that they just have to hammer the keyboard and then it's like this vignette is over. And then the next one could be uh, making games is dot 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 and then you've just have a table and like a, a book and like a wand and then you have to open the book take the wand maybe the, in the book is some kind of uh, um, pattern you have to do with the wand and then they come like magical mm. games is kind of magical then the next one would be you know, you probably know Sokoban, like these um, yeah. pushing little things around. I think I would make like a Sokoban-like, um, but you have to push them like a long way. And then at the end, the whole rows of boxes just spell work. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe a lot of work. Not sure yet. Ah, it's just like a um, a puzzle game, basically. Oh. Yeah, and then then just like that, I, I thought like a couple of things we I could do, and then I realized like it's way too many to just do this in in one game jam or something. I want to do making games is scary and just do like these streamer horror games, like like the one where you run away from from this one dude who screams a lot. <laughs> Um, <laughs> then the next would be a, a walking simulator, just very beautiful because um, making games beautiful and relaxing at times. Next could be um, making games and then I do like a jump and run where it's like very bouncy and it's just fun to do. It's just 
Steam games is fun. Mm-hmm. Then the next one, I don't know what exactly I would do, but I want to do making games is messy and creative. Like I think creative and messy is like more than one thing. So in a way, you want to make an anthology game of like sort of like a collection of game jam games with these themes of kind making of. games. It's this kind of thing, and then you make micro game about this, kind and then of, you have yeah, a collection yeah. of vignettes. Yeah, yeah. It's on, on the one hand, it's like what I think making games is, and it, like it communicates it to players as well. Because it, and of course, like game developers, <laughs> a lot of game developers. And on the other hand, it's also. Um, uh, like a love letter to different game genres because I can just do everything a little bit. Like I would do, uh, you know, magical machines or Factorio, where you build like these elaborate stuff because making games is complicated. And then um, I would love to do like a traumatized like visual novel, or maybe like a Mass Effect di- dialogue where it's like because I don't know. I think it's. Uh, compelling <laughs> i would do like i'm not sure about these two but uh, a, a tightrope game because making games is kind of a tightrope i don't really but i still like the the, Im- the image or a minefield where you get a drive through with a little car because i would do i'd love to do a car game as well then okay here's a, my, my favorite um, <laughs> um Making games is love. I would give you like a little puppy that you can like, like a little, like these Nintendogs, mm-hmm. or like Tamagotchi, where you, uh, you know, you make it grow, you feed it, you brush it, and yeah, you play with it, and it loves you, and you love it. And then the next one would be <laughs> you having to sell your own puppy, because <laughs> making games is kind of heartbreaking as well. <laughs> Yeah, action hectic. I don't know what I would do there, but you know, it's hectic making games. Maybe some kind of shooter or like bullet hell, probably. Bullet hell would, would work great. Um, it's hard and perilous. I would do like a, a climbing game that when you fall down, you have to start over and get up. But I would like just give you like three lives. In each of the games you don't have to like complete them to continue it's just more like giving you the feeling i would do a uh, um, stacking game where each of the things like neatly fits into the next because making games is satisfying mm-hmm. in a way and then i'm not sure but uh, making games can be a slog <laughs> what to do about that and uh, making games is tense and the race against time and then so for the final the final thing would be making games is dot 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 and then you've got like a lot of people standing around building um letters and the the top one is like very colorful different kinds of people it's just not and then the next uh, line says four and everyone Mm. and you're uh, you will have to select all the people in the not column and just tell them to go down to for everyone. So they go and the, the word disappears and you've yeah. got like, for everyone. <laughs> yeah. And then I could like, um, 
you know, ask people what they think. Like, like at first, like people, just a couple of random people who played the game tell you what they thought. Like Pete says, like it's just a guy. Like of these people from the previous game, they just have a little bubble where they say like, um, I don't know, uh, great <laughs> or not that great and then um, you get your turn to like put something put your name in and put whatever you think making games is into the little bubble mm -hmm. and then it will be finished and i think that's a it's great like a maze bait so i think if we if we make that and attend to the maze they probably will take us because it's the kind of game they love yeah so what do you guys think here can see different so when it says uh, see different scenes for representing for different feelings yeah uh, was like to make a game sounds like interesting idea yeah do you like the idea puppies and games always remind me of don't shoot the puppy <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, yeah and I'm not sure even if I want to tell people what I think what I want to represent with the with the scene maybe I just like making games is dot 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 and then you play then you have to find out like for yourself is this does that mean that does he mean it's tense it's a slog or whatever or if i want to write it out every time it's probably more fun if i just do like act one and then <laughs> making games is or maybe not even like number them at all maybe mm. i could just start doing one or two of them and then see how it goes but i feel like a lot of those I could do, and some I don't exactly know how to do. Most of them I could do easily with something like Game Maker, but then I don't have anything to do 3D with, so I would have to do it in a 3D engine. So a bit more effort for something silly like that, but maybe I can have, <laughs> have another vacation to do that. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, like I said, to me, it sounds like a cool hook for a regular jam. Hmm. Just, you know, if we establish it as a... Not even give a theme, maybe, you know. Just making games is dot 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 and everybody like, makes yeah. a vignette. And you make... And it's about... It's about it's a one-scene game jam. Mm -hmm. So you're not making a game, you're making one scene, the moment, the vignette, which can be as long, obviously, as you want it to be. It's like a long, tedious scene, and that's your point, and that's that. That's what it is, but it's like one, a one scene mm. thing to express a feeling you have about making games. Yeah. So you already have a theme. It's making games is. Yeah. So you don't have to specify another theme, and then you can sort of be like, okay, this is this is the feeling I had this week, and it's like, yeah. ooh, what does that person mean? Mm. And then you collect that and put it out as an anthology. And... <laughs> have a launcher that can launch all kinds of different engines and stuff so you don't need to choose if you want to be it's in 2d or 3d work. but i really want to like medium i can write your launcher cooperate with like people to do that mm. in any case but it could be a cool idea like to get to know like people try out working with them maybe we could even get funding for something like that yeah, and this also makes it more deep. Words sometimes stupefy core mechanics or over explain it. Mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
and I do think the well I mean the the seeds had to be like strong enough to work on their own right I don't need to put words on there yeah. I guess it depends you want to do a visual novel do words yeah of course like <laughs> but I don't write out like it's compelling for example for the visual you're novel. having fun <laughs> <laughs> right yeah, yeah but I, I like the idea mm. just seems like a lot of work for me alone but yeah maybe I can I can find a couple of people to cooperate with to collaborate with <laughs> and then I can like maybe you know they can use it for their portfolio we can it's kind of a portfolio for not all well like look at all different stuff we can do and like credit everyone after each scene hmm. Yeah. So that is my idea for a game. Okay. Well, I too have an idea for a game. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with mine is I can't talk about it yet. He's been teasing me like for weeks now. Mm. He has a great, cool idea, but he can't tell me or else. Now, the thing is, I am I'm making a demo. That's, I am making the demo first, then I'm showing it to you. I know I could show you this now, but it will be so much better if I just finish the demo. <laughs> for early access, contact me. <laughs> I will sort you out for a small fee. I will sort you out. <laughs> Um, yeah, the, you know, these last few months have been really interesting in sort of the the personal growth department. <laughs> um, I'm kind of getting into a lot of things. And it's not even necessarily new things, but uh, I guess sort of something about it feels more serious, I guess. Um, I guess I'm diving deeper into theory and all the stuff that I always avoid, the actual learning of things that seems hard because the fun of learning was ruined for me terribly. Mm. So I don't like certain ways of doing it, but I'm very happy to do it in my own way. I mean, my whole YouTube thing is just learning all the time, everything. <laughs> um, YouTube thing? Like YouTube, uh, I oh, basically only use it to learn things. Yeah, <laughs> my whole recommendation list is just a million different topics, and uh, I think YouTube should give a degrees in you know, diploma it's like everything. <laughs> no, on on specifically on your history of mm. things that you mm. search for and then you make an exam and then would be nice to yeah. be certified for things you know about yeah yeah <laughs> um 
But yeah, no, so that's been just a really interesting journey. It's also, you know, I keep on having the same realizations, obviously. They're just two to newer depths of how related everything is. Like how all creative endeavors work pretty much in the same way. You just kind of need to figure out what that means for a specific medium. Like how, how nothing... Like I don't know, sometimes I notice that, that I look at something and I think of it as magical. You know, it's even in something as simple as, you know, this story makes me feel something. I think mm -hmm. that's magical. And... <laughs> and, uh, and it's like... Okay, so I felt something, but somehow that was creative. And it's uh, in parts hard for me to think of, like the magic is still sometimes that there's a like a mysteriousness to sometimes why this works or why it, mm. um, I guess I'll get into the specific of that in a moment. Uh, but it's just really interesting to look at how our experience is created, you know, no matter what you know, a medium of experience uh, or medium is used to deliver the experience. There's like a method to the whole thing. There's an explicit purpose. Nothing is just there, just cause, or at least in good things it's not. Um, and I love learning to understand why things are there, how they work, why they work, how to apply them uh, effectively, you know, just kind of going deep into what am I actually doing. You know, it's something as simple as, uh, you know, I've also been learning a lot about cooking recently. And I mean, I cook well. You know, I've, I've cooked well all my life, I feel like. But I still don't really know why it works what I'm doing. And it is like sort of a, a piece that I miss. I know how to achieve it. I don't know why that is working out. And so when something goes wrong, I don't necessarily know how to fix it because I only know, okay, this usually works when I do this. And when something deviates or something, I have sometimes a hard time to like get it to where, like I can't shape it. I can sort of follow a certain thing where I know, okay, when I do this and this and this, it leads to that result. Um, but I'm not actually sure why. And so that's been, for one, super helpful. For example, with food, it's like that basic. You only have four tastes. It's only bitter, sweet, salty, and... Mommy? <laughs> right, that's the fifth one. What's the other one? What? It's not hot. Hot, sour. spicy is... Sour. That's the one I was missing. Yes. Oh, right. And um, yeah. Yes. And it's just as... That the cooking is literally just about balancing those flavors and the, the rest is aroma. Um, like that taste mostly comes from what you smell. And the rest, you just need to, you know, if something's not nice about it, you just have four things to balance. It's like, I feel like a really useful thing to know. And so sometimes I know, okay, this is a little bit bitter. So I know if I put in some acid or something there, I can cut the bitterness. Or like if I put in fats or something, it makes it richer and stuff like that. You know? And I'm very excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> And I've tried a couple times. I mean, as you know, I'm a recipe cook, so I don't really know how to do the thing of just taking what's there and making it into something nice. Or I don't usually do it. But, but you've been trying it. Yes, for a no, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm okay. now trying it over the last few months. Huh. And obviously, I still need to learn some more there. But um, yeah, super interesting journey. And. Yeah, wielding things with intent is, I guess, always the thing you want to arrive at. Intuition is good and well, but 
you know what you're doing, you can do it more purposefully, I guess. And so I've been looking into composing, which is a lot of fun. Uh, I just rearranged the place a bit, so I have some easier time uh, connecting my... Ah, that's a reason. Yes. Uh, okay, I have an e-piano uh, MIDI controller. Um, so I just kind of move that closer so I can connect it to my PC and uh, record things with the proper piano because I actually don't like playing the MIDI controller. I don't like the the lack of weight to the keys. Uh, it makes it makes the playing weird. I know that the notes come like slightly out of out of the sync that I would expect them to be because the press is so much easier than. And I feel like it's very hard. I'm not that accurate in my timing that it just no matter. You know, I like to feel the press of keys. So. <laughs> <laughs> that helps me a lot. So you're more of a mechanical keyboard guy. You know it. Yes, and so that's nice about the EPM. It has weighted keys. Uh, <laughs> it's a much better feel. Still not as nice as a proper piano, of course. Uh, but I think if it, it does help um, for the... For the actual notes to arrive in the in the DAW, um, what is that digital audio workstation? Daw. Um, it arrives much more smoothly somehow when the weight is there. Because I guess I'm used to playing with the weight, and I don't have practice with the weightless one. It's not a nice experience. But uh, but yeah, that's also been interesting to dive into the theory, dive into. And to basically relearn what I've already learned about writing these last few years, but learning it about music, that it also like works in in this kind of yeah, I have a looser way of working in certain areas, like with game development, for example, I have no qualms at all, just throwing shit at the wall and just trying things. Mm. I don't worry about it. But with certain things, I just sit there and I, I overthink every little thing. You know, basically mm. like a. Yeah, since we had Jackson Pollock trying to place every dot intentionally and, and like if I don't do that it's gonna be crap and so I don't do it. It's mm. impossible. Um Yeah, so there was there's been a lot of cool stuff and in that process of learning a lot of new things and also I'm starting to learn some new skills, uh just kind of committing to like just I want I want this thing. And now this I'm just going for it. <laughs> And so, yeah, so I had this idea. Uh, I think it's going to be exciting because it kind of combines a lot of stuff that we are excited, both excited about. So there's some things we've been talking about forever that are mixing together. And um, okay. and I think it's going to be really cool. I think this could really be something. I have a, I have a great feeling about it. Also helping is that this is the longest I've ever been focused on one project. Hmm. And already already <laughs> i have i'm i get distracted a lot <laughs> but i was also thinking about that a lot uh recently because i'm also thinking about how i want to work on it not just what i want to do but also how i want to go about it hmm. because i think i want to align basically just everything to be what i want it to be and not go through a process that is not actually the like i keep thinking of something that um Back in the day, my ex-girlfriend was uh, doing promotion for like uh, some fitness studio and they did some radio spots and I remember her coming back home after her first session and her telling me that they told her when she says that line, she should be smiling because you can hear the difference. Mm -hmm. 
uh, even though you can see the person you hear, whether I'm talking like this or whether I'm talking like this, you know, there's just automatically a difference when I do these muscles. I just, I sound more excited than when I, you know, it's all factors into something. Yeah. And I, I basically, I think about that a lot, that all these parts matter. And I think the joy of making the game is as important because it seeps into the, the how joyful the world game will be to play. And so I want to get back to that enthusiasm we had when we did Tiller's Light before we discovered we were not yet ready to make the last day. <laughs> I think that hurt us a bit. <laughs> yeah. so I want to get back to dreaming and being excited and because that's what I am now and I am super into it. And and yeah, uh, and I'm also thinking about that erratic nature of how I know my brain works. You know, I don't want to like pretend that that's not happening. Um but sort of how I can work that into the whole thing. And I kind of feel like that f just follow where the interest is kind of works out for me. Like the, the only problem with that, of course, is that I've always been told that's wrong and that's lazy. If you don't like do that thing you don't want to do and you follow it through to the end, no matter what, that means you're not, you know, you don't have the, the resolve or the willpower to do good work or whatever. But I feel like my brain kind of drags me where I need to be. Make sure it jumps between projects. Um, but I feel like it always goes to solve the thing that it doesn't know how to do with it. So I notice that sometimes I'm working on something um, and I, I, I get this feeling of this is not quite what I, what I had in mind. This is something's a bit wrong. I need to do this thing and I sort of know what I want to do, but I don't know fully and then I get sort of discouraged and I get distracted and I look into something else. Mm. And then what I notice, like months, sometimes months, sometimes years later, is that the thing that I did in the meantime, suddenly now I learned a new skill that I can apply to this other project, something mm. that I was missing before, and suddenly a piece falls into place. And then maybe I get stuck again and then I divert to the next thing. And sort of like I'm always, like intuitively, I guess my brain knows how it works. <laughs> And kind of sort of drags me into the direction okay i'm stuck here i need this piece of information so i get excited by the thing that is showing me that piece of information mm. and it sort of feels like i'm doing something completely different but really I'm, I'm chasing that skill that i feel like i'm missing when i return and it's sort of i was sort of thinking maybe this now sort of works because i have amassed so much of that knowledge now you do have a lot of more experience now. <laughs> <laughs> that I can now do these things. You know? I can now do a lot of things that I was not you know, able to do even like a year ago, let alone 10 years ago, hmm. um, which we're almost at. Mm -hmm. A couple more months and we exist 10 years. I mean, in two months is when we like technically started to exist. <laughs> Just uh, founding that yet. <laughs> Yes, but yeah, and so so it's fun. I f I have a great feeling about it. Yes, uh, yes, and I'm. I do think there may be. So of course I'm thinking about money. Like I also don't want to think about money. But very explicitly, I don't want to make a game to sell. I just want to make a game because this is the game I want to make. I want to have fun. Um, but of course, it would be nice to get funding for that. The fun, well, funding and selling, I think, are two different yes. things. And, and I think we, we have to to stop, like, I mean, we never really thought about, like, how to make 
like how to make a game that can be sold. It's more like we thought about how we can sell what yeah. we are making. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then like kind of Frankenstein it into like a shape or like pasting something on to make it more appealing. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think we should, we need to um, focus more on, on, on getting funding because I think like all projects are exciting enough, especially now that like, we are more experienced. Mm. Uh, we, we can pull off a lot of more of interesting stuff. Uh, and I think, yeah, the, the, the chances of us getting funding are, are good. And if we continue making interesting stuff, I think we could, we should be able to get funding. I mean, it's just the scope, right? Because yeah. the funding scope is limited if we don't have our own um well it's that and of course money. it's uh, selling that you can do it right i feel like that's where we got stuck last time that i or the first time that i wrote a proper application it was in the end the credibility of the studio can we actually pull this off and i feel like those are the main things we need to worry about because i think even funding people are like nervous about if you can do it and if you're gonna make that money back because i don't think they just want to fund anyone so you have to i guess sort of sell your credibility but i mean we have a lot of selling a lot that. of games is is kind of a a, a sign that you get that you can do something good because obviously a lot of people buy it so there must be something about this kind of a crude and, and roundabout way to to judge that but it's also like a, a, a solid way to you know prevent um yeah <laughs> just wasting the money on <laughs> someone who can pull it off yeah which i get i get that but it's also like yeah disappointing kind of yeah i wish like more people could get the chance to to try their uh stuff but they would end i guess a lot of them would end like we ended with to last light like just yeah half a year year in and then realize like you can't do it <laughs> we thought we would wait one of each part in three months yeah <laughs> hilarious <laughs> Ah, yeah. yeah. Optimism. There's a lot of optimism, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm still keeping that in the back of my mind. I've also been watching uh, some GDC talks about uh, pitching and stuff. And just sort of trying while I'm at it to figure out how to... how to sell it in terms of a pitch. Um... <laughs> yeah, unless if we can protect so much. Yeah, yeah, we are very similar boats <laughs> on the same sea. <laughs> For sure. But yeah, so I'm still <laughs> figuring out those specifics of how to frame the selling point, I guess. I feel that it is there. It's just one of those things of sifting through the parts that you know sound too personal of why I think this is awesome. More mm. why would other people why would you buy this you know mm. that's sort of the thing that was said a lot in that you probably saw it that uh, what i hate about your pitch or like 37 things 
Probably. I hate about your pitch. I saw a lot of these. <laughs> <laughs> and the most thing I basically said was just, you know, understanding the vision and understanding why is this a good idea for me to do, you know. Hmm. How are you going to make money? Why is somebody going to buy this? And of course, it's nice that we want to make it that we enjoy, but why would someone fund that if mm. they're not making the money back? <laughs> and so, yeah, there's a lot to figure out also because as I think about why is it so hard for me to define my target demographic, it's because I'm not making a game for a demographic. Mm. I'm actually making a game that communicates about how I feel and I'm trying to find my people. <laughs> mm. I don't know who I'm making this for. I just know I make it for the people who have the same sensibility that I do. And I want to find them. It's basically like a personal ad. <laughs> I'm like, this is me. It's your Tinder profile. Yes. Where are my people? Who's swiping right on this? <laughs> I wonder keeps swiping left. <laughs> um, Just and, because the pictures aren't good. <laughs> and that can be a problem. Fair enough, right? Um, so we'll but figure I it out. I also think like, that's, that is a... Um, something that a lot of people are looking for they're looking for the personal games and a lot of these um i mean it's all always like connected to like a bigger topic that that uh, binds a lot of people together like this dragon cancer uh mm. depression quests these are also very personal games and they are not games where you would say like i want to play and buy this game <laughs> it's like it's a very harrowing thing they're communicating and it's it's this experience of like how does this person feel that's kind of the selling point of it or the pinstripes thingy uh, I, I can't remember most of the names but there are a lot of these games out there and of course they don't they're not like big hits but like they are like critical darlings oftentimes because like the people that are really interested in the medium of games and uh, they are interested in like how what can games communicate they are like like uh, your your painter your Rothko <laughs> like why should I buy a picture that's just like two colors it's because of the emotions that yeah. they evoke yeah and yeah of course there are people like that don't get it and they're like that's not a game that's not a picture and I child could do it i am making a game this time yeah <laughs> a game you can win with gameplay <laughs> with game i mean that's where you would come in but <laughs> <laughs> that's why i was asking <laughs> um, i don't know how you guys are surviving i'm so burning oh yeah no it's hot uh if you want we can turn the thing on uh i figured I don't know uh, how it no, would sound, noise, but, maybe, yeah. but maybe it's also fine. Maybe we can ask the guys how it sounds. Anyway, so Jana's uh, saying, I think the demographic is also for the people who read the application understand more about the game. Definitely. Like, uh, ah, it's for children. Now I understand why it looks like this. <laughs> Agree. Um, and then also, I think with writing, uh, I think writing people who are deeply into story and not so much into interaction is a legit peer group. And from there you can guess, well, it's more likely that people in the age of xy play those mm. it's not about exclusion but to give a better understanding of where you want to go definitely true mm. um it's also uh, definitely a good exercise for me to think about why i like these things i mean that's you know what i want to figure out anyway so i can do it more purposefully um and you know as i was you know i'm, I'm 
like the the way I found for myself to like really work well uh, my process is to basically ramble to myself in a word document. I just write my stream of I talk to myself. Hmm. And so I do that a lot and I jump around and I figure out bits and pieces here and there. And I was sort of thinking about the demographics and at first I was like Oh, I'm realizing I'm not making this for people. I want to express something of me and find those people. And can I make something up that sounds good so I can do that? But then I also realized in rambling to myself, actually, I am a demographic. As mm. you know, this this is not just ooh, I'm 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 the only person who feels like this. Unique uh, snowflake. Yeah. <laughs> and so I I am. And yeah, sure, I'm combining certain sensibilities. I have a certain bent to very niche, very retro, mm. um, but I also like really good story. And so I feel like it even falls into that the thing that we we said with Wizard. You know, it's as good as you remember these games being. Mm. And I think that's ex kind of kind of sums up exactly. And I love all this retro stuff. I don't love the actual games. I mm. love how I imagined they could be. And the feelings they evoke with these yeah. minimal palettes. And interactions. Yeah, and I love. That's why I love text games and stuff. I love like the idea of them, but I don't play any of them. I don't like Zork particularly. Mm. I want to make a Zork that I like. Mm. That's basically my oh, thing. Yeah, I, and so, I so I want to. So <laughs> and so I kind of, I guess, I'm always trying to combine. And I guess that's that's how you could sell it, right? You're trying to you're combining the demographics of people who are really hardcore into this type of thing. And people are really hardcore into this other type of thing. Mm. So very mechanics-driven, very narrative-driven. And here's a common ground that kind of unites both. And maybe you can get mm. both of them in and build the sort of out of these demographics one. Like all the things that each of them need is still there, but maybe they're introduced to something new. Mm. Maybe they get excited about it. And I feel like that's like actually in a way that at least to me right now sounds somewhat convincing mm. as opposed to the... Stuff I would make up before too. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to do a game like for an impossible demographic now, like some alien race that's like hundred of years old and mm. <laughs> only has one finger. But <laughs> so a game for nerds then? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's like intentionally impossible to play for humans. And who likes that but nerds? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'd be worried about like combining demographics, but I guess the more um, specific you can be about a demographic, the better. But like combining genres uh, often like leads to just like alienating both uh, fans of the genre. And uh, except like if you have like something that combines very well, and then you build like a new genre out of it. Like yeah, all I this... think that's that's the key. Like you. Actually, you do it sort of like cooking. Right? You're taking two flavors that you never mm. thought would go together. You fuse them, and suddenly you mm. have a hit of a dish. Or if it's crap, then it's crap. Um, yeah. Of course, it needs to be speak to people still. Mm. No. Mm. Well, I'm excited. <laughs> Me too. When, when can we see that the demo you're so, talking about? So here is what I'm okay. So in seven weeks is the deadline to talk to the people of the MDM. Oh, you've got that on, on your calendar, huh? Yes. So what I'm trying to do is focused freedom. Right? So I'm also mm. trying not to push myself. Like while mm. I was like this last week, I was also like work, not working on it mm. for a while. So actually going, getting into a new skill. <laughs> of course. Um, and, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remind myself, okay, this is the thing I want to do. And I want to figure out why I don't do it. Mm. 
I know I basically wanna I wanna try to get better at Okay, so <laughs> I feel like with uh, why I want to do certain things, why I don't want to do certain things, I feel like there's sort of like a serenity prayer in there. You know, sometimes there's things that I feel forced to do, even though that's just not me. Mm-hmm. You know, like with marketing, and that's just not me. Mm-hmm. And if I don't want to do it, then that's the thing I should not do. If it's something I'm afraid of failing, and that's why I don't do it, then I should do it. Right? Interesting. So you should you should not do the thing that's just not you. You should do the thing that you're afraid of doing, and you just need the wisdom to know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, are you doing it out of love or fear? Yes, exactly. And like a lot of times, like you do marketing out of fear, actually, <laughs> not of love. No, I don't love marketing. I don't want to force people <laughs> to think I'm awesome. I'm very uncomfortable with that, so I'm not doing that because I feel like oh yes. <laughs> that's me i want to do that <laughs> but i'm also not doing like marketing or like social media because out of fear because i i do want to tell people about what i'm doing and like about what we are doing mm. and yeah i feel like i mean me personally I, i'm trying to start doing that a little bit more but yeah i mean just like for hypnotical not <laughs> personally Except in our lovely Discord, which you all can join if you want, if you're still here. Discord is great. Um, oh, thank you. Yes, I would. I will definitely get back to you uh, about that then. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I think um, I talked to with um, what's his name from who's dead again? Uh, out of Leipzig. He was also like uh, applying for the MDM and he was like, maybe we should talk to each other like so we don't overlap. So it's always just one person asking because I don't think you can apply multiple times. So if you apply and you guys apply, only one can win and the other one cannot apply again. I think you can apply again. Feel, I mean, I think the pitch has to change a little bit, maybe, I think. <laughs> but uh, the date is different. <laughs> I mean, I think, isn't there, I mean, you guys probably know this better, but I thought there was like this thing where they even just refuse you the first time just to see that you're serious. You know, shit like What's that. that. I thought I had heard something like that. Like, I didn't think you were banned from just pitching the project again. And I mean, when they, like, for example, the, the, the people that I did the application for, um, oh, And I think, well, they do take a look, and if they feel the pitch is great, but there isn't enough slots, they ask if you pull back. Oh, okay. Hmm. I see. But can you reapply? But if you fail, you're out. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you have to come with a new project. It's also not that if they say this is this and this bothers us, you can can you change it and reapply with the fixes? Because oh, I would yeah. assume that that's. I mean, it sounds like it would work then. I mean, I guess making significant changes. I mean, I assume that doing the, just the exact same thing again, why would that change anyone's mind if it wasn't good enough the first time? Hmm. Uh, but if they asked you to reapply uh, with fixes, you can. Okay. Hmm. Well, it should be interesting. Um, so, yeah, so my, my, my rough uh, plan is to... Okay, so I've... Seven weeks. 
Um, so I was thinking maybe in four weeks I want to have the demo done. Hmm. Uh, still three weeks to write the application and all that. You can probably help me a bit with that. Um, uh, so yeah, four weeks maybe, that would be 19th. Um, so I'm going to see if I have it done until then. I'm certainly working at it. <laughs> um, uh, well, what's the schedule with the MDM again? Like how uh, every how every many? three months. Every three months. Okay. Yes, and it also takes three months. So if we manage the oh, and the the deadline in the beginning of September is like two weeks away from the actual deadline. You just have to have that mm. consultation meeting. Yeah, I remember. Um, I but that also means you basically have to have it then. So, so otherwise you're consulting to not hear any information. Yeah. So I'm counting it as that, and then in December we would know if we get it or not. Uh, that sounds good. So this year we should survive. Next year, not <laughs> so sure. <laughs> find out about that. Oh, thanks, Vanessa, for uh, posting the Discord link. Yeah, so that the Discord is the only place where I still share my... Uh, <laughs> my thoughts and music videos mm. mostly music videos to be honest <laughs> and yeah so I'm I'm working at it I am um, but that's also so I wanted to chat with you about an aspect that I've never much gotten because obviously wanting to make mm. a demo I already want to make part of what you're gonna do just <laughs> mm. uh, like mechanics and level design and yeah. all that stuff and that's the thing that I've never really gotten into and never thought about mm. much just one second yes because uh, Jan's asking if we are going to the Leipzig game dev next week um, I don't even know about that. Probably. Why not? It's around my corner Thursday. 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 Yeah. You okay, can very lazy, but maybe. Are you guys coming? Is that what you're saying? I can give so you my back your adapter. Use that <laughs> as motivation. I can go for other reasons yeah. around the corner. Remember, I wanted to. Oh, go. right. Yeah. yeah. And then I. You go to wherever I it's come not, back It's yeah. not around my corner, by the way. But no, I know, but yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Twitch flagged uh, Jana saying, yep. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> because it's a, a slur in, in America. I, I heard that before. like on What? Back in, back in the IRC days, I was like, yep, to some guy. And he was like, what the hell did you just say? <laughs> and then, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The Japs. She wrote it in, in wait in in why for Japanese because oh. like World War Two stuff. That's when the the Americans oh, okay. started Jeez. developing slurs for every race on the world. I, well, I guess I'm glad that the, that <laughs> also, the filter works and is sensitive, but yeah. we can allow stuff. I also um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we know we know it's the German for yes, German for yes yeah. <laughs> It's the, okay. the leisure. Yeah. Okay, then maybe we'll come. Anyway, yes. Go level design. That's what I'm talking yes. about, right? So I am looking to understand freedom. What level? Okay, you know how I would like to understand like the granular 
inner working mm. so that I know why I'm doing what I'm doing more than yeah. and so I want to understand what is a level what are how are you designing it how are you yeah basically what's your approach how are you planning what you want the player to experience and how you you know go about arranging that experience for them mm. well this this specific answer for this question for the specific question is um it's very much like just trying stuff out i don't have the insight to that <laughs> exactly or at least i didn't have it when i was building um the the wizard levels because the wizard levels are more or less the only levels well some some I mean, uh, prototypes and um game jam titles aside usually i just it just painted like like I feel like I think it should be this big, and then I'm very much into um, geometry. So mm -hmm. if it's like um, mirrored or some other symmetry, I I love building that, and then I just um, kind of like um, like chiseling it away on a stone. Like I, I start with like a square, and then I just remove the parts I feel are too much. Um, but if you want to get into level design, there is a really great um, uh, GDC talk by, I think, Dan Taylor or something. It's called 10 Principles for the Level Design or for Good Level Design. I did watch that, yes. Yeah, and that's, that's the basis for uh, the, the basic level design course I give uh, at the SAE. SAE, yeah. Mm. Um, but that's also more like a like <laughs> principle number one. It should be fun to navigate, and you're like, yeah, okay. It's like like a recipe that tells you uh, it should be tasty to your mouth. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's what I want to get out. But how do I manage to do that? Yana's <laughs> <laughs> uh, saying I do a lot of drawing, also building in Blender and Unity, quick and dirty, white room, and then walking through it. Yeah, yeah. I, I play like with the wizard. I played it. I just played the level, and I was like, ah, no, this this edge here, that's stupid. Or like this this enemy should move to the left and only see me then. And then I put him there, and I tried. Mm. Yeah, and then I molded it like iteratively. Okay, so yeah, I was also saying level design also depends on what kind of game you're doing. Probably it's all the same in general, but I think open world or style for Mario style general is different. Yeah, probably. Hmm, I see. Mm. So it's say so going for the intuitive route. You throw something down that just feels right, and you try it out, and then you're like, actually, that part I didn't like. Yeah. But is there something like when you look afterwards how it changed? Do you see sort of a pattern of what you're looking for? But I guess that's then then the principles. Like, mm. is it fun to navigate? Are there like, I mean, if we are 3D, you need to be able to orient yourself. Are there like landmarks so I can remember where I am, see where I want to go? Is there something enticing? Um, with the, I mean, you, you saw the video. I don't have to uh, repeat all of it, but... Um, Though you might, the level... now I'm not sure if it was a different. I did watch something with ten principles about something, but the mm. principle you mentioned, I don't feel like that was in there. I had to change him a little bit for my course because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I felt like he's not quite getting it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
um, yeah, then what was it? Um, it should be uh, like the level should tell you a story. That's a lot what I do as well. Like I have like a feeling of this is a um, this is a sewers level, so maybe there should be like holes and where stuff can drain off of and it's all stone and then of course they're like um this and that and then like from from these ideas of uh, the the maze level where I, I have like i put the skeletons and then i was like wondering like where the, do the skeletons come from and then i put in the necromancer and then i made like ah okay well this part that, that's where the rats are and then i put like more uh uh, destroyed bones around the rats to to signify that the rats killed the skeletons that came to them and then i'm like trying to to tell a little bit about with the environment about what has happened before you came there mm. that's a lot of fun but that's also like all intuitive like it it, it builds like you when go through the level uh, and the next time you go through you're thinking like oh it would be cool if they had like a purple slime as well <laughs> or like <laughs> maybe there should be this and that and then um yeah that, that's how 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 this evolves and then, um a, a lot of the 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 fun i think from solving levels is um and i think that's also like one of the principles is showing you where the problem is but not exactly how to solve it if okay, you, yes, that sounds familiar. Yeah. What, but not how. Okay, exactly, so that's it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but that's really important that you, you, you build basically um, problems for the players to solve. They know like, ah, there's a door. How can I get through it? <laughs> and you're not like putting a level right to the right side of the... Because then it's like too obvious. Mm. You got to find a way. Okay, let's see. We have a couple bigger chunks. Oops. Ooh. Now I need to scroll up a bit. So much interaction today. I'm ah, very happy about that. Very nice. You missed us. We <laughs> missed you too. <laughs> you did. Okay, so Janus is also studying stuff that you like. Um, like we studied Thief for our stealth game. Um, like I started the pattern of that design, but now I'm using the same pattern for Patu, which is a narrative game. And when it says, I'm a fan of backtracking design, especially in puzzle games. You create the final state solution and then work backwards mm. uh, to the an initial state. Mm. And you make a second pass and add some extra ways of if desired. In this case, you always guarantee that it's solvable and the level will automatically begin to tell a story. And then Jana says, yes, story for every level. Always ask yourself, why is that here? If you have a story, it's easier to answer mm. or have at least a theme. Like, I have a level with a waterfall that leads through the level, one that is referring to the absence uh, of the father, which uh, has a lot of holes, etc. Uh, it's an amazing topic, and yes, we miss you. Ah! Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so lovely. Yeah, we missed you too. For sure. So, so yes, so I that element with so I'm guessing a level has multiple things it needs to achieve, right? So on the one hand, that is, of course, elaborating and deepening the narrative. 
right? They do that with the environmental storytelling and mm. making things make sense and stuff. Um, but I guess I'm sort of wondering, how are you making the fun happen? You know, because all of these things, they don't guarantee, they don't say necessarily of why it's fun. It's like the, this is the depth, basically. But um, mm. yeah, you, you have a problem. You need to get through the door. Maybe there's enemies in the way. How you're making, because that path can be an exciting, awesome way in a good game, right? Mm. Or an incredibly tedious, boring slog in a mm. shitty game. <laughs> I don't think you, you there is like a, a method to that, because... It depends on your game, on your mechanics, mm. and you will, with time, uh, develop a sense for what's fun with my game, with my mechanic. Like, I, with the wizard, for example, I know I noticed that like walking long stretches, that's not fun, mm. so I don't do that as much as possible. And I know like um, this enemy can see me here, probably, and then it will react, and I have to uh, react to that, and I don't want to have because I don't want the, the player to walk too many stretches just without any interactions, I know like this is uh, the part where I need another enemy, and then I know okay it has like so much health, and I have like these spells at that point, so these combinations could solve this, and then I try it, and then I feel like oh that's that's too hard, that's not hard enough, that's just a slog, that's just uh, boring. And then I just tweak it until it's fun. And the more you do that, the more you get like a feeling for the specific game. Like, what's a fun encounter? What's a tense encounter? Like, do I need another enemy just to get me off balance, or something like that? <coughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of gray boxing, a lot of <laughs> trial and error, because your game is unique, right? You. You can maybe like if you know the genre you can uh, what Jana said like look at, at similar games see what they did to to make it um, to evoke yeah that's even a thing like i have a reference game that's very heavily based on like, oh, what is uh, it and i actually i, I like that i love that game i don't know how it is fun like it seems so random to me i know it's just like oh yeah there's a level there are some I mean, enemies. I guess you can fight. Somehow it's fun. Like, hmm. how does that happen? You know, it's so, so mysterious to me. Um, but yeah, yesterday I've been watching a lot of uh, GDC talks on level design and stuff. And kind of, and yeah, a lot of them are really about just kind of that. Like, I noticed that, who was that? Uh, I forget, but... Uh, but I guess a lot of them, they feel sort of superficial and sort of like in that way of, I guess I've gotten used to sort of a very specific type of knowledge that's being shared, you know, especially mm -hmm. when I like uh, read in like writer's forums and stuff. When I talk about craft, it's like so specific. It's it's not like I, I feel like this is nice. It's about if you want to create this emotion, you execute this and this and this mm -hmm. because it like there's like methods. There's like little uh, things that have a certain function. That's, that's why the, the, the more recent high-polished Hollywood movies, they all feel the same, right? They, they work. Like, they evoke the emotions and, like, the, the order is, is the correct one, but it feels very samey and, and yeah. Hmm. 
Yeah, so sort of what I so far kind of gathered together. I mean, that's that's sort of what I'm trying to still sort of expand because my, like I said to me, I hear level, I think of something very mysterious. Like it's a location that's just kind of awesome and you love walking through mm. it and it's just cool. Um, and it feels like, yeah, I think I think about it in a, in kind of a misguided way, like sort of um, how realistic is this? I think that's sort of, you know, is there a mm. lot of detail? Mm. As if detail makes something good, right? But uh, yeah, I mean, realistic is is the enemy of the. It's like a, a blockage in my in my way of thinking about with a lot of games, and it's really hard for me to come come off it. Uh, I mean, I started like with my first uh, tabletop role playing game that we started. We were like, let's do it as realistic as possible. Mm -hmm. If his shield is wood. Well, then it weighs less. So it is. And then we had like this <laughs> huge function. And we really like for a month, I think we calculated like different stuff. And then we realized like that's not fun at all. <laughs> it's like completely boring. Nobody wants to play that. But still, like when I, um, I mean, reality can't, it's not, you can't completely forget it because. Yeah. Uh, like the design of everyday things is, is a great book like uh, about design and uh, it, it tells you uh, uh, one of the, the biggest lessons I think is affordability. Mm -hmm. So you, if you look at something like a handle, you know what to do with it. And that comes from reality, from re interacting yeah. with reality. And that's what you want in your game as well. Like this part of reality, you want to see like if there's water, <laughs> like I can't go through it. Right? It makes sense, right? Except if you're like someone who should be able to swim, then it, then it completely breaks <laughs> your immersion and you're like, why can't uh, Geralt the Great Witcher walk over this like knee-high <laughs> thing? <laughs> but then again, you've got to think like, why am I doing this? Like maybe, maybe it makes more sense that it's not realistic uh, because like it evokes something else. Yeah, that's the thing. It's realistic, but... It's not like that's the measure of why something is good. It's yeah. a tool. Yeah. Exactly. Like, and why are you using it? Right? Yeah. And I think I'm just using it because it seems like a good justification. I feel like mm. the location is good if it feels realistic. Mm. But it feels realistic because someone designed it to give me exactly the information I needed at exactly the time where I would get this feeling, right? Mm. Um, wait, let's catch up with this, yes? So Yana's saying bringing fun into the game. Find out uh, what the player likes most, plays most, and use that uh, most. Challenge the player. If it's jumping, uh, then make that more and more exciting. Put twists into the me mechanics, like jumping alongside normal select in Mario Galaxy. When this is a thing to create fun, you can think about creating toys. The mechanics or systems of your game need to be fun or interesting to, uh, to interact with. Then the task you give the player will automatically have a base fun level. Yana wants to know. I'm guessing what the reference game is. But, oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like. Uh, yeah. Give me okay. Four weeks. I will soft commit to maybe telling you about it in four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so you can maybe almost hold me to that. <laughs> I'm gonna hassle you. At least uh, in two weeks. <laughs> gotta start. <laughs> It's, uh, it's, it's gonna take some time. There's a lot to do still. Oh, your cutoff is in two weeks. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna uh. start. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I know, I know that it's not, a, not helping it, so. <laughs> okay, but so what I've, what I've gathered, so what I'm, what I'm starting to sort of 
to is... Okay, so a level is not a location. That it looks like a location is only a part of it, right? It's an element. What it is, is a sequence of... So I'm sort of thinking of like, if in, in a movie, a scene is a compilation of shots that makes you ex have a certain experience and mm -hmm. gives you a certain sequence of information or stuff like that, then in a game, I guess a level is like a sequence and the shots are moments of gameplay application. Mm -hmm. Right? You teach the game player how does the game work and then you give them opportunities to test that. And like you say, if you have to walk for a long stretch, which takes no skill, you know how it works, it's boring. That's not why you want to play the game unless it's a walking simulator and hopefully the walking yeah, is fun. At least there's a reason for that. Maybe you want to make it like a slog. Yeah. And so I guess it's it's an opportunity to play around with the mechanics that you taught the player. Yeah. And then you challenge them with that and then you add the new ones right and so i'm guessing it's sort of I'm, I'm trying to rearrange my thinking about it as more as a as a gameplay delivery system than a location i think in the in the 10 principles he also had like a good comparison he was um that the level is the facilitator of your game mechanics mm. and i think that's a good like comparison because yeah. it, like if you've got like a long stretch that's for walking if walking is fun or like driving for example if you can drive then you want to have like a cool like fun environment you can drive over like mm -hmm. it facilitates your interaction with it and yeah if you if you it's a fighting game you know part the enemies are part of the level that facilitate you being able to fight them and that was actually a very interesting talk that i watched but Sadly, I can't talk about that without giving too much away. So. <laughs> but it did make me sort of think about, um, you know, try to think of... Oh, wait. Oh. Uh, here, uh, Jana's going to the outside world. What? <gasps> Scary. Oh, man, take me with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe yes. we see each other next week. We see will. Ya. Oh, and I guess it's time to wrap up for us as N well. Nice seeing you here. Yeah. Bye. Yes. Fun yeah. in the real world, like chumps. Um, <laughs> don't they have video games? <laughs> um, and so yeah, so I'm, <coughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how how I can apply what I usually do to the same thing, and it starts to kind of make sense a little bit to me. If, because I guess that's what you're saying, what you intuitively figure out. Mm. Um, you may not have like the, 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 the rational process of, oh, okay, this is the one where I need to do. You just find out by, oh, I'm getting bored. I need something mm -hmm. here. Um, or like this doesn't feel right or something. That's the right kind of challenge. And, and yeah, that's... I'm excited to dive, dive deeper into that because that's like this thing that I love doing and where I start to feel like, okay, this is something I can do. Because intuitively, I have no idea why these things work. But even when I look at the wizard, at the end, I feel like we arrive at a very natural progression. You know, I mean, your first level is literally, you have like maybe two useless steps in the whole thing where nothing changes. And they removed 
two of them <laughs> just recently <laughs> for the, the tutorial because <laughs> i was like no no you can't take a step back man i don't want to have a special case just for that anyway <laughs> um, in the end like every every moment like the first the first level is mm. like immediately like okay so you collect the book okay next thing okay now you cast a spell okay, next thing you're noticed mm. by an enemy okay, next thing you kill an enemy Mm. Oh no, here's an enemy that you can't kill immediately. So next thing you learn how to do position yourself. Mm. Next thing, positioning can be more difficult than this. And then, you know, it's sort of this... Yeah, you have this built... It's a sequence of little moments that teach you another layer of depth mm. about what you want the player to know at this particular moment. Mm. And it deepens, and then you get to the sort of... You know, even you have the intermediate level where kind of it's the same thing. You can just walk through, but hey, there's, there's secret areas. You hmm. can find additional things. Um, and then you get into a bit of a larger thing now. Apply a little bit of what you learned. You know, can you make it through this whole thing? Hmm. Um, it gets harder. It then it introduces a new mechanic, uh, a kind of boss that we didn't have to that degree before. And then you get to a level that we're just... Okay, now figure out the strategy. You yeah. know how it works. Now figure out how to apply this. And that's 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 the thing that I love the most about the game. That's the thing that uh, throws some people off. But that's exactly what it's meant to be, right? Like, you have to apply this. This is what the game is. If you don't like this game, fair enough. Sorry we couldn't figure it out. We went on three dates. The fourth one was too hard. Um, <laughs> Good, it's, yeah. it's fair enough. <laughs> and there is this like very... You know, in the end, I feel like you can break it down into these principles of what you're really doing. Um, hmm. And that's very interesting. Like That suddenly makes sense to me because that's achievable. Knowing what you want to do and... Exactly exactly the effect you're going through and does this feel right that's like a really that's manageable if it's just the magic of somehow this is awesome <laughs> i just don't know what to yeah, do you need to you need to know what what you want to what you want to do like what the player is supposed to learn or feel yeah and then you can work your way backwards from there and says, uh, do you know of beat charts? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, if not, that might be something uh, which can help you with your level design. Here's another talk uh, regarding game design tools for such stuff. What are, what are beat charts? Uh, it's basically like um, if you do a movie. Oh, so like a like moment to moment breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, that's, yeah, I guess that's sort of the thing I'm describing. Like, that's the exact uh, thing that makes sense to me that i can work with <laughs> and so maybe make something make something cool hopefully mm. well it's interesting it's it's very fun uh it's, yeah engaging with things i haven't done before and just yeah trying to find that deeper understanding so i know how to use it to that effect it's always what I'm looking for. How to maximize the effect. Nice. So I'm excited about that. I will try to Me too. put something together. I said just trying to make a demo level, but obviously that includes a lot of work. There is no try. Do or do not. Yes. Okay, I am doing that. But as we know, even a level has a shitload of things in it that need yes, to work. So 
Let's see if the month is enough. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it for today. Looks like it. Everybody satisfied? If not, well, well we have to come back, come next, back week. next week. Really, <laughs> <laughs> all we can do about that. <laughs> for more hypnotic hootout. Yes. So yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, it was nice to see you again. Uh, and yes. It was nice having you. Appreciate you. And yeah, I guess we'll see you all next time, maybe. Join our Discord, yeah. go to a website, play our games. If they can get into their own Discord, but yeah. Have a nice life. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Then I guess there's nothing else to say, but 